0: Hello and welcome to the Fad and Dad Podcast. I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. His friends call him Fad. I'm Joshua Burks.
1: His kids call him Dad. And we're the Fad and Dad Podcast, where faith is meaningful
0: and wit is an occasional guest.
1: You want want to bring us in or should
0: I? Uh, It looks like I'm going to do it since you asked that and then you took a drink from your coffee mug. But uh, welcome listeners uh, to uh, the uh, Fad and Dad podcast and uh, very, very excited to see if we actually get this to launch.
1: Yes, uh, Yes. it's humbling to launch a podcast when, well, maybe not for others, but for you and me, uh, it can be humbling.
0: Uh, it well, it has it has been it has been humbling and that can't uh. be there's no potential there's actuality <laughs>
1: there's actuality here uh, well thank yeah thanks thanks for joining us thanks for listening you you 6 or you you 7 who are who are going to embark on this journey with us i hope uh, there's we're, dozens
0: yeah or at least dozen, if not dozens
1: may your tribe increase <laughs> uh, we're excited to walk this journey with you uh, on the fat and dad podcast uh, my name is Joshua Burks. I occupy the dad space of our title. Uh, as you heard in our introduction, I have three little boys who refer to me as such, uh, and I'm honored to have the name.
0: And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson, and I occupy the Fad seat at this table, uh, from kind of a silly nickname from the seminary days, uh, and so. You, you, uh,
1: you got to hash that out, Fad. Why? Yeah. Why do they call you Fad?
0: So, because uh, it fits nicely. I don't know why. Because I'm popular. Uh, except always, except always on the on the threshold of the latest and greatest. Yeah, where's uh,
1: where's the little movie ticker we go take two, take two. Try.
0: Um, and so, uh, but uh, a Fad because was well, a deacon. Some friends in the seminary because every priest was first a deacon, and I spent one year as a deacon. And buddies in the seminary, deacon Andrew Dickinson, we can call you Dad. And Ooh. then they said, when you're a priest, we can call you Fad. And then I said, "And I'll never be a bishop because that would be,
1: bad."
0: So, anyways, uh, so Fat and Dad, but Fat why dad. in the world a Fat and Dad podcast? So, Why does the world does the world need a Fat and Dad podcast? And it's so why? What, I'm gonna, uh, what planted this seed?
1: I'm gonna make the argument that the world needs a Fat and Dad podcast because this is quite literally a dream come true. Um, I know that you all, listeners, have probably dreamed about this and wanted it to come true. But on our <laughs> end, it is actually a dream come true. So let me spin you back to... Take us uh, back in time. Take us back. Let me take you back in time to 2017, 2018. And we, we both live... Well, I, I guess I should insert here uh, our connection, which we can expand upon uh, after the story, uh, when, when Fad and I both lived in Brookings, South Dakota. And we lived right across the street from one another, as I was a focused missionary on the campus of South Dakota State University. Go Jacks! Go Jacks! Go national championship, Jacks! Let's go! And uh, Fad lived across the street, up in the rectory of the Pius the Twelfth Newman Center there. And one happy providential night, I quite (laughs) literally have a dream that Fad and I start a podcast, and it was called Fad and Dad. And so I, uh, I I get up and as as normal I go across the street to the Newman Center and uh, before we pray our holy hour I go Hey Fad What I had the coolest dream ever
0: What was we that
1: s- <laughs> We started a podcast and it was called Fad and Dad
0: Go out in the pews
1: Yeah that that's basically how it went. <laughs> And so, um, you know, the, the seed was planted and um, years went on. We eventually, you know, the Lord would lead us elsewhere. So I find myself in uh, hailing from Lincoln, Nebraska. Fad, where are you?
0: I'm in Aberdeen, South Dakota, the hub city.
1: Hub city. And, and so our, our friendship has sustained and grown over the years. Thanks be to God, even though uh, it's now over distance for the most part. And so you know, eventually you know, we'd get together, a phone call here and there, and we go, oh, remember that podcast idea? Huh. Oh, that sounds cool! Ha ha ha. And then um, I think maybe just each time we brought it up, it got a little more serious. Yeah. And you you kind of prod. You're like, huh? Remember that? Remember that podcast idea?
0: Is that, is that, are we gonna <laughs> do it, this?
1: Is this happening? And um, I I just guessed through providence. One one day, we just actually said, hey let's do it
0: let's do it
1: so quite literally welcome to fat and dad a dream come true
0: a dream come true so uh, yeah so for the dozen or dozens uh who may uh listen uh at least five minutes into uh this episode so far welcome
1: welcome welcome thanks for being here with us um <laughs> We we really desire for this podcast to be. We're we're gonna tease out what what our hopes and desires are for this podcast. Uh, but but coming at least from our perspective, uh, we are really looking forward to doing this podcast. in, in the ways that we've talked yeah. about it, we um this is nothing formal. <laughs> this is um, this isn't a teaching activity. There's no budget. There's, <laughs> there's no budget. There's no formalities here. Uh, really, this is just a, a fruit of our own friendship and desires that that we want to share. We're, thank, we're thankful for the gift of technology and that we're able to sustain a, a community and a friendship here. And we have a desire to, um, to, to bring the church into this kind of community, to see other people live in this type of uh, walking together, side by side, in the in the joy of the Christian life, and so we're going to attempt to do that together, and invite anyone who's willing to take on the penance to <laughs> to walk with us.
0: Sorry, yeah. So that's hey. part of the lack of a production crew. That was my phone ringing in my office. <clears throat> Sorry about that. If you heard that,
1: or it's our professional soundboard that's part of the budget.
0: Yes, maybe that was a sound effect. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Season, season two now? season 2 we'll have sound effects
0: <laughs> sound uh, effects not made by our own mouths so
1: season uh, one though we'll have to improvise
0: <laughs> oh gosh season two um, <laughs> so uh, you know I think one of the things uh, I would share just is and I think why this is uh, for us something that uh, we both we decide to pursue because uh, we both have, you know, a fair amount of things going on in life. Uh, But, uh, you know, Josh and I, in some ways, Josh is another one of those friends I have that I don't think I'd have if I wasn't like following Jesus Christ Mm. in a purposeful way. Mm. Um, And I'm so humbled by that to have uh, good men and women in my life that call me friend and that I call friend, uh, whom I, I don't think I'd have in my life if it wasn't for the fact that we're uh each pursuing uh Jesus Christ in his mission here and now Amen. um and so you know Josh and I have some things in common uh you know facial hair
1: mm.
0: bourbon mm. uh right uh, mm. but then we have some things that aren't in common mm-hmm. you know uh he's like a huge nebraska football fan
1: yeah it's a it's a special penance that we're called to
0: <laughs> it has been a penit- penitential uh decade or two
1: yeah, 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 and and Fad's not a coffee drinker,
0: right? Right. As, As I exc- sip a, sip of my green tea. Okay, <laughs> we, we we can't each drink at the same time, though it doesn't work in the podcast. That's good radio. Uh, but uh, but we both uh, I think believe uh, very much in uh, the need to support uh, each other and support others who are striving to. Uh, bring Christ in the midst of the world today and live the Christian life in the midst of the world this day. And that's really where I think the energy uh, for Fad and Dad comes from.
1: Yeah, amen to that. So so thank you for attempting to listen to our podcast and join us in that effort. And we do invite you to bring others into this effort as well, um, to bring other people into this community, like our page and share our page if you so desire. And uh we want to affect as as many people as possible here as we can as as the Lord allows
0: amen amen so what are we how are how are we going to affect them? how are we going to be impactful
1: oh no yes <laughs> all right well uh we need to insert this story now i i um I possess a master's degree in theology, and I once dared I'm to skew. use <laughs> yeah apparently but uh I have an impactful degree. No, so I, I used this word, impactful, on on a essay I was, had to write in graduate school, and a professor who I admire very much, um, and he did so with utmost charity, he, he submitted a comment back on this paper that said, you should endeavor to eradicate this word from your vocabulary entirely. Oh, snap. Oh, oh, snap. <laughs> and he, he said, I have it on the authority of the Shorter Oxford Dictionary that that is not a word. Hmm. <laughs> so needless to say, I have not formally used that word uh, ever since, as I have a, a bleeding wound there.
0: Did you challenge him that uh, his argument is based solely upon an appeal to authority?
1: Do you, no, I was not in a good challenging mood <laughs> at that point. Um, so yeah, we, we hoped that the impact of this podcast will be, will be brought to full fruition uh, by a journey with the Church Fathers. Amen. Is 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 how we've set our sights for now. Uh, so we want to take our jolly sweet time. We we are in no rush, um, and we want to be able to look at the the era and the persons of the church fathers, and uh, and help bring about the fruits of our faith by by well, I was going to say by having them accompany us, by by us really accompanying them uh, and their witness and their writings.
0: So just for you listeners, like a little bit about the uh, who those people who are called the church fathers. Uh, That's different than simply like a priest who you call father. Hi, I'm Fad. Sure. Um, But the church fathers is kind of a classification in uh, Christian theology and in church parlance of uh, Mm -hmm. those mostly men, hence they're called church fathers, but uh, those men who lived in the first uh, couple hundred years after the apostolic times so after the time of the mm-hmm. death of uh, the last apostle, St. John, and they, um, the church fathers, uh, were working on and talking about their life with Christ uh, and, uh, and applying that life of Christ to their own day and needs. And so, and they wrote. And thanks to uh, both, we have indirect access to them because other people talked about what they wrote. And then as archaeology improved, mm-hmm. uh, and especially in the past couple hundred years, we found uh, all sorts of references to, uh, or the actual, not references to, but the actual documents of their writings. And that's what yeah. we're going to share with you and invite you to dig into with us.
1: Yeah, we, we really are in a privileged position, uh, maybe next to the direct audience of the fathers themselves. Um some of those writings were lost to some portions of history. Uh, whether that you know to whatever to whatever degree or fault there there might be, but yeah, as you mentioned, modern modern technology and modern archaeology discovery efforts have have really led to this rediscovery, this this kind of new springtime that the church can have by revisiting these ancient documents, and especially with, with the dawn of technology and access to them digitally, uh, I would say is is a big catalyst to that revival.
0: And, and, and this revival, too, is a big part of uh, kind of where we are in the life of the church of wanting to dig into these sources. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a whole theological movement called Ressourcement, a uh, French phrasing of just to return to the sources. Um, even in fact, in my seminary studies in Denver at St. John Vianney uh, Theological Seminary, we actually had like two whole semesters on patristic writings, mm-hmm. which actually was pretty unique. Uh, for uh, seminary formation to have that much uh, programmatic exposure to uh, the early authors of the church. Mm -hmm. There's also an uh, interesting side uh, aspect too that this is actually what sparked a lot of Protestant conversions to Catholicism has been study of the church fathers, even going back to uh, John Henry Cardinal Newman Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, St. Uh, John Henry Newman, his conversion from Anglicanism to Catholicism came because he wanted to prove that the Anglican religion, uh, the Church of England, Angles, uh, was a middle road between Protestantism and Catholicism. And so he's the one who coined the phrase uh, to be steeped in history is to cease to become Protestant. Mm hmm. And. Uh,
1: Reading and steeping ourselves in the church fathers also along that effort of, of St. John Henry Newman, it helps us discover the, uh, the deposit of faith and the visible church that Jesus Christ founded and, and has sworn to protect. Uh, so, so, one of the things I have in the back of my mind that, that we've talked about a little bit in the past before, Fad.
0: Is, is this concept... In our previous efforts to try and record this thing that have failed,
1: <laughs> oh no, the veil is pulled back.
0: <laughs> no, it pulled back from the very beginning. Oh we, yeah, oh yeah. We're humbled.
1: Um, is this notion of a little, maybe a little less known in Catholic circles, but in non-Catholic Christian circles, this idea of ecclesial deism, right? And and deism in general is that um, a, a kind of a blanket understanding of God is the big uh, clockmaker. Right, and he just he kind of winds up the clock. He creates and then just let lets it all go. He's not very involved, uh, and so there's this idea, maybe I don't know if we could call it a movement, but this philosophy of of viewing, especially non-Catholic Christian churches, uh, church planting, maybe as as we would say, as kind of church deism, ecclesial deism, is what that means. That Jesus Christ uh, came and he established a church. He really he just wounded up this this pro this program this project and just let it go, and all these churches can just kind of pop up on their own, but the church fathers really challenge that idea, um, and and they they make us come face to face with this reality that Jesus Christ founded a a visible institution, uh, a visible supernatural institution, uh, that he will safeguard and protect. Uh, throughout throughout the ages of history and the generations to come. And so the church fathers are going to invite us to uh, participate in that unity, that singular line of unity that the father sent the son and the son sent the apostles and the apostles um, were part of the expansion of this one church that we participate in. And so I'm excited to, to be steeped in that effort.
0: Right. That Christ through the power of his spirit is still active in the church and in, in our life today, uh, you know, and tying into that great spiritual crisis of our time, uh, thinking that God is in some way not active or here with us. Yeah. 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 So like uh, the, that, uh, uh, a, a friend of mine, priest friend of mine, Father Scott Trainer, loves to uh, um, talk about the uh, his uh, rejection of WWJD. You've heard me talk, yeah. Yeah. He's nothing against WWJD, but just that the unintended side effect of, you know, like, what would Jesus do, WWJD, Mm -hmm. uh, the unintended side effect is that it almost acts as if Jesus is this inactive historical example from the past who is not acting now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: that Jesus is active and alive in uh, his church. And the church isn't always per se the institutional church either. It's in you and I Mm -hmm. uh, in our life and service of the gospel. Exactly.
1: Yeah, so there there are a lot of exciting things to come. All of these these thoughts are going to come to the surface in various ways as we read through the church fathers. And some of them are going to... um, you know, the Church Fathers were, weren't all just robotic and speaking right. in the same way. They're going to approach it from very very unique and different uh, emphases, um, each beautiful in their own way.
0: Yeah, and and I think one of the things about some of them is some of them are, like, systematic. Like, here, yeah. I'm going to lay everything out for you, like like Irenaeus of Leon, who we'll get yeah. to in maybe the first... <laughs> Uh, seven or ten episodes uh, with his uh, work against heresies, mm-hmm. but then some like the first one we'll do in our next episode is uh, Saint Clement of Rome, uh, like the third or fourth pope in mm-hmm. Rome, uh, third or fourth successor to Saint Peter, and uh, or second or third successor to Saint. Peter. Anyways, um, but he's writing to a church in Corinth that's going through. So his is more reactionary, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. Yeah. In the sense that uh, there's a mess happening in Corinth, and he, as a successor of the apostles, uh, a father of the, uh, the people of God by the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, is offering a response to them in their need.
1: Yeah, maybe another, another way of describing that would be um, pastoral. Really, over Well, that'd be again. technical, I suppose. Yeah. The technical category, Fad. Want
0: to go technical about it? Then go
1: for it. Welcome to the technical podcast, Fat and Dad. <laughs> um, Our technique I, is flawless. <laughs> uh, a, another bit that I that I want to entertain with the Church Fathers, um, really coming experientially as well, is the question of how to read the church fathers, especially yeah. as, as regards um, the church fathers kind of encasing the tradition of our faith. And, and so I remember when I was um, a wee young revert interested in, in learning my faith and the first time tapping into the church fathers, I didn't know how to approach it. Is, is reading the church fathers the same as reading scripture for an example? Um, do I have to take everything they say as inerrant, um, as divinely revealed? And um, y- there, there's no perfect answer to divide these, but the church fathers in general, um, they're not inerrant in the way that sacred scripture is inerrant, uh, but rather what we see in the writings and in the life and witness of the church fathers is this, um, I like to think of it maybe as a stream, this collective mm. movement that we see in, in the church safeguarding this deposit of faith and expanding upon it, still within the, the guardrails of what Jesus Christ established and handed on to his apostles. Um, but they, they live as a witness to our living faith. And so um, that's not to say that they're right in every single word or that they're authoritative, maybe is a better word, um, but that really as a, as a chorus, they, they kind of harmonize together or they sing the same chorus um, over the uh, development of many different centuries, witnessing to the development of our faith, the, the deposit of our faith as a seamless tradition being handed on.
0: Yeah, um, one way I like to think about it is like uh, – in many ways, the tradition, uh, big T tradition of the church, mm-hmm. is drawn from uh, things like the church fathers. Yeah. But uh, the church fathers, in their entirety or their completeness, are not uh, the fullness of the church's tradition. And in exactly. fact, we might even get the opportunity just looking at um, uh, our uh, looking at our little syllabus and lineup of some of the church fathers you want to start going through. Is that um, some of them aren't even saints? Mm-hmm. who we might end up reading, just kind of some, uh, uh, what do we call them, the honorable mentions, Yeah, uh, such as like Origen, who uh, for multiple reasons is considered <laughs> a church father. <laughs> That's, That's some right. foreshadowing that uh, right. Josh was oh. just waiting for me to make. Uh, <laughs> but some of them are, are pretty amazing uh, saints. Oh. Uh, you know, and some of them, the undisputed greats, you know, will include, uh, God willing, St. Augustine. Yeah. Uh, on this, uh, but like, you know, he mentioned St. Clement of Rome, St. Natius of Antioch, who was probably discipled by St. John, as far as we know.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: St. John, the beloved disciple. Uh, you know, St. Irenaeus, we mentioned him, St. Justin Martyr, uh, who wrote actually to uh, a pagan audience explaining the Christian faith. So rather writing yeah. to Christians, writing to non Christians. Yeah. Uh, Athanasius, uh, one of the great heroes of the Council of Nicaea. Um, John Chrysostom, maybe some Greek authors that we in the West aren't as familiar with, um, and so really uh, pretty excited for to to see how far we get on this journey with each
1: other. <laughs> yeah, and um, one thing as you're reading through those lists, as as we mentioned, they're all going to have different flares, different emphases, and some of them, like Clement, like you mentioned, they're going to be more pastoral, and we're going to be able to glean from them um, witness to pastoral needs of our, of our church today. But we're also going to be reading through uh, some, of, like Athanasius, for example, some of these conciliar fathers, conciliar just meaning uh, church councils, who who were the great leaders of early church councils, really wrestling through um, heresies and, and different theological hurdles that the church had to wrestle through, such as um, Jesus Christ is fully God and fully human and have the chance to uh, allow the, the witness of these fathers to speak into even ways that these, <laughs> nothing new is under the sun. These heresies existed thousands of years ago. They, they exist just in different names and, and expressions now. Uh, so it'll be exciting to see how the witness of the church fathers wasn't just, oh, that was brilliant for your time. <laughs> they're they're going to speak a lot of wisdom. In, into uh, Christian living today. Yep,
0: yeah. but it'll be more indirect. We hope we hope not to yeah. be too topical on what's going on today around us. Yeah, that's rather not the just end. to allow our hearts and minds to be formed by the church fathers, and you who might come along with us, read along, listen along, uh, to be formed in your own heart by the church fathers for your own uh, Christian life in its own details and needs around you. Amen. So uh, I think with that, we'll probably wrap up uh, this first episode of the uh, first episode, third take, (laughs) fourth take, fifth take. Uh, This first episode of the Fat and Dad podcast. uh, Try to keep it to 20, 25 minutes as our goal. Um, Also, uh, so next time we're going to read through the next episode will be St. Clement of Rome and -hmm. his letter to the church in Corinth. Uh, And uh, so if you find that or want to look for it. Um, we'll, uh, that's what we'll be talking about and reading through and, uh, uh, sharing about next time.
1: Amen. Yeah. So, uh, so please like, share, distribute, retweet, capture, snap, TikTok? any other verbs. I, yeah.
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: I guess. Um, we're not that hip. I'm. No. <laughs> this isn't going to be the Boy. hippest podcast. This is yeah. Fad and dad, and I'm wearing plaid. So uh, oh, that's as cool wow. as we get.
0: You're just making me sad. <laughs> and with that, I think all of us would be glad if we would just bring this to some sort of uh, landing pad.
1: Wow! Well done. Well done. Well, th- <laughs> th- thanks for traversing this first episode. We're we're excited to to kick this journey off. Please, uh, please tell your friends and invite them into this community, and and we're looking forward to to making this podcast journey with you.
0: All right, God bless everyone.
1: God bless.